0: and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer cellular single-line 1, 5, and 10-gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest-cost single-line postpaid and talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024.
1: Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my new series, Parish. My character, Gray Parish, was a getaway driver. I'm retired from a life, you know that. He's in a world over his head. Tell me about this driver job. And he's asked to start to figure things out. I did what you told me to. He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new
0: Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. This clip is brought to you by Coca-Cola. The holidays always find a way. It's about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and
2: of course, an ice cold Coke. This is our very first episode as Locatora Radio for the My Cultura Network. We're beyond thrilled. We're in a legitimate studio space, and we have not seen the inside of one of these in many years.
0: Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega Veneta, at eBay, it's real or it's getting the fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators make sure you never get faked over. Watches inspected by watch aficionados, sneakers checked by legit sneakerheads, handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs, and jewelry in the scopes of expert gemologists. The details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee.
2: See terms and learn more at discover.com/slash online privacy protection.
0: Welcome into the New Orleans Pelicans podcast, presented by SeatGeek, a podcast dedicated to everything you need to know about the squad. Hear from players, coaches, broadcasters, and those who cover the NBA on a daily basis.
3: The New Orleans Pelicans Podcast starts right now. Hello and welcome to the Pelicans Podcast. I am Joe Cardosi. The podcast is presented, as always, by SeatGeek. I am solo today. Mr. Jim Eichenhofer has the day off. Uh, He is out gallivanting, I I assume, uh, saving damsels in distress, uh, maybe kissing babies, signing autographs, uh, just doing Jim Eichenhofer stuff, uh, basically being a hero. He is missed. However, the show must go on. So happy to be joined today by Aaron Summers, our own sideline reporter, our own team reporter. You can catch her coverage uh, with the Saints, who are going to be back in action. Uh, You can catch her one-on-one with Taysom Hill coming up and follow her on Twitter at Aaron E Summers. She always has fantastic updates, uh, fantastic breaking news during the games if you're ever curious about an injury, uh, something that's uh, going on with someone's status, Aaron is the follow, so check her out on Twitter. Give her a follow. So super glad she was able to hop in the guest chair as we sort of dissect this uh, this bummer jazz game. Got to be honest, it it's it was a it was not a fun one. If you're a Pelicans fan, uh, the seven game win streak has come to an end. It had to happen eventually, uh, and and I just try to keep telling myself today can't win them all. Yeah, you can't win them all. Eventually, it was unrealistic to expect to win every single basketball game. Uh, that the Pelicans were going to play. It had to happen sometime. This one, unfortunately, the Pelicans came out a bit flat, just couldn't make uh, shots, really, when it came down to it. And then Pelicans, in the meantime, basically having to rely on Zion Williamson. And when he got in foul trouble in the second, had to sit, it just seemed like uh, the Pelicans never could quite claw back into this thing. So you chalk it up to uh, one of those games. Uh, It just happens. And then on to the next one. The Pelicans will face the Jazz again tomorrow. So a chance for a little redemption. And uh, we're looking forward to that because I do expect the Pelicans to respond. Uh, Super excited to have Aaron Summers on the podcast. So let's just get to it. Let's diagnose it. Let's talk about this Pelicans jazz game and uh, let's talk about it with Aaron Summers.
0: This clip is brought to you by Coca-Cola. The holidays always find a way. Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice cold Coke.
3: So we're really happy and proud that My Cultura saw something in us, saw the value in the community that we've built because of y'all and decided to bring us on. And so we're super excited about that. But I think also like I'm very firmly rooted in keeping this as an audio archive and that Locatora is going to continue to highlight community voices and Mm -hmm. folks that don't always get the airtime or media attention that they should.
0: Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura podcast network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega Veneta. At eBay, it's real or it's getting the fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators are making sure you never get faked over again. Watches inspected by watch aficionados, sneakers checked by legit sneakerheads, handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs, and jewelry in the scopes of expert gemologists. These authenticators are leaders in their field, with meticulous eyes making sure your piece arrives as authentic as your style, and worthy of your collection. As experts, they know the true difference between a real and a fake. Real carries that rare, distinguished feel the weight of pure platinum, exquisite scent of togo leather, the tight stitching on a pair of dunks, and the brilliance of real diamonds. So rest assured, your Rolex moves just like a Rolex should, and that colorway on your Jordan Royals will always be on point. The details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves Real. Visit eBay.com for terms. Let me guess.
3: you know her from every broadcast at home. You know her from uh, just her time with the Pelicans and Saints. Very happy to have Miss Erin Summers joining me today. Erin, uh, you know, not such a happy day today, but uh, it's it's time to begin anew after that loss to the Jazz.
4: Unfortunately, you're not going to win them all. And we had a great run. Yes. Seven wins in a row. Eventually, you're going to catch a loss here or there. And it was an off night for Basically everybody. Yes. So we might as well just get it all out of the way in one fell swoop, and we can move on. Yeah,
3: and, and look, if you're if you're looking for a, a sliver of sunshine today, Pelicans still sit atop the West. There you That's go. That's a fine place to be. E- pretty much every team that we are sort of battling with to sit atop the West lost last night, which also. Uh, helped a Lakers loss feels like a Pelicans win still mm-hmm. somehow. I feel hungover today somehow. Like <laughs> I didn't drink or anything, but I just feel like just just drained of energy and 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 just kind of sad. It was it was a bummer night. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it seemed like the Jazz. Uh, knocked off a little rust and seemed uh, to to be firing on all cylinders. Everyone seemed to be scoring there. Laurie Markkinen, uh, he had 19 points after missing three games. He didn't seem to show any rust. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt, he had a season-high 18 points, 14 rebounds uh, in that game. And uh, our old friend Na, Mr. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, he had a little something extra for us, it seemed like. He got 19 points of his own in that game. Uh, season-high six assists. He even got himself a tech for talking a little smack yeah. in that one. Did you see that? That was fun.
4: It's funny because we all know Nikhil's relationship with our team, Najee Marshall. They yes. were just kind of going at and it. Najee
3: was kind of laughing at it, which they I thought were, was, cute. It was
4: a fun moment, you know. It wasn't anything serious, but the refs don't always pick up on that kind of stuff. And yeah. so, yes,
3: yeah, especially because like N- Nikhil Alexander Walker doesn't even curse or anything. No, it just like so. What he's could he so even, even, said? even keel, like, he's such
4: a nice person. <laughs> I-, I think it was really funny, and I think that's why Naji was yeah, a little yeah, tickled about yeah, it. Yeah,
3: I, th- I think it was a it was more of a, a a funny moment than anything to be like, "Hey, why is she doing that? Uh, yeah, don't don't get sensitive about it. I'm I'm still a friend of Nah." Uh, I still think uh, we should we should show him some goodwill. But he had a good night. He had 19 points against us. Looks like he's kind of starting to figure it out over there uh, with the Utah Jazz and and give him credit. I mean, they they played really well. They played cohesively. And the Pelicans just did not. I mean, I hate to simplify it that much, but that's kind of it. They made shots, and the Pelicans did not, mm-hmm. and that was basically the story of the game.
4: It was a season low from the floor for the Pels, thirty nine point eight percent from the field, and a season low from three point at fourteen point eight.
3: I believe we had a season low fifteen point quarter too. I mean, yes, the we had a lot of quarter. season lows in in this game.
4: Yeah, it was usually one or two guys may have an off night, but it just felt like everybody had an off night. Zion was the only one who was productive in his minutes, but then he had, he got into foul trouble. So he got his third foul a little over two minutes into the second quarter and had to sit. And then that's when things really went downhill for the Pelicans because they were running everything through him. Yes. And he draws so much attention. So you, you know, struggled when you're not shooting well, and you take out your your biggest offensive weapon. You know, well, it was a rough. problem
3: because it seemed like Zion was really the only weapon we had. I mean, he was doing his thing. He did what Zion needs to do. Uh, he was driving to the basket. Mm-hmm. He was uh, he was he had the gravity where he was drawing defenders. But it was just when he would dish it out, no one could make shots at all. Uh, and then when he got in foul trouble in the in the second and had to sit. The Pelicans just never recovered. It, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was just very evident. To we were talking with Joel the other day about Zion's MVP consideration and and what does that require? Is it how important you you are to the team? Right. Is it how well you're doing individually? Is it are, are those two things tied together? Uh, I think we saw last night that man when Zion has to go to the to the bench and when he's not on the floor, it really does affect this team in in a way that. Uh, Maybe we didn't see before because I think they were used to not having Zion for a certain stretch with B.I. And, yeah. and everyone not having B.I. again hurt as well. But, yeah, just not having Zion, B.I. just took away all the firepower. and Just no one was on last night.
4: Well, over the last seven games, I think they've really figured out how to play together and let Zion be Zion. Yeah. You know, the chemistry really started to click. And so when you take him off the court for so long – I mean, he's been playing majority of the games. I mean, he's been yeah. playing close to 35 minutes a game. So there's not a lot of times over this those last couple of weeks where they've been without him. Yeah, And it just definitely changes the dynamic for the team. They're not able to find playing the same rhythm that they were. And to your point about him, you know, the defense is collapsing in on him, leaving people open outside. It's something that all the players talked about coming into this season is they knew that that was going to be – there for them they're gonna have these shots and they had to make sure they knocked them down unfortunately last night they just couldn't they were one of 12 in the first half alone they only made four overall so it's that's just a tough night
3: Uh, yeah I mean look and and Trey Murphy is struggling Jonas has just had just a bear of a time lately between Mm -hmm. foul trouble and just not being able to make shots uh, I got to be honest, early on in the game, Graf was a little doom and gloom, and it was still the first quarter. And the Pelicans were actually ahead at that point, just maybe not playing well, yeah. but still ugly ahead. And I yeah. was like, it's not that bad. Come on. And then you sort of look down, you hear another missed shot, clunk, another missed shot. And then you sort of look at the box score and you go, oh, maybe it is that bad tonight. And uh, yeah, after that second quarter, it was it was sort of doom and gloom. Third quarter was worse Somehow, and then um, it was just too much of a gap to, to fill at that point.
4: Yeah, Zion played all 12 minutes in the third quarter after he came back from the foul trouble sitting. He had 14 points, five rebounds, four three thro- free throws in that quarter alone. Yeah. So that just shows you. I mean, they were running everything through him. They cut an 18-point lead to 12, but then the Jazz went on an 8-0 run to close the quarter. Yeah. They were hitting threes, and you go into the fourth quarter down 20 And then finally, at like around the six-minute mark, I think Willie threw in the towel and he cleared the bench.
3: Yeah, yeah, started to get – yeah, I actually saw Kyra for the first time in a while. Uh, That was nice to see him get a little run. Uh, Billy was very efficient in his minutes as always. Yes. But, again, I want to look on the bright side today. Zion did Zion things. He had 26 points in 26 minutes, uh, and, again, even with sitting all that Mm -hmm. time – Uh, He's averaging 31.3 points in the last four games, which is bananas. Uh, He's got a league high 22 points in the paint per game. Uh, But yeah, just played 11 minutes in the first half because of foul trouble. And that really was the story of the game.
4: Like, I don't want to have one thing that I would like Zion to do better because he's just so good. So it's like, how can you even pick apart his game? Right. But I mean... From the free throw line. Uh, The team in general, honestly, they missed 10 last night. Yeah, the whole team had the yips. Yeah, Uh, it it was bad. It seemed like they split every Yeah, So, I I mean, I go to practice. I watch them. They do practice free throws. They end a lot of practices at the line. They have to make a certain amount before they're able to actually officially end practice. It's definitely something that they work on. But, man, overall, as a team, like 66%, like – got to do better.
3: Yeah. I don't know if they got in their heads early or something, but it seemed like every time any Pelican got to the free throw line, they were going to split them. The other night I kind of attributed it to the home crowd, maybe throwing him off a bit with the MVP chance. We
4: got to talk about that for a second because the MVP chance are awesome and they're great, but then you got to stop when he gets into his, like he, he, you know, gets set at the line. Like we got to get quiet in there.
3: Well, to their credit, they did that in the second game. Right. I found, but almost too much. It went from MVP chants to literally you could hear a pin drop.
4: Sure, yeah. And it
3: was such a juxtaposition. It almost feels like it threw them off more than if they'd have just kept chanting MVP. Yeah. At that point, but we're working on it. I think a lot of a lot there's of got, there's got to be Pelicans a happy fans. medium, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. We're, we're finding our rhythm as fans. <laughs> uh, but you know, Zion is uh, continues to be amazing. Jonas had 15 points, uh, which is good uh, for recently with Jonas, just more foul trouble for him
4: yeah he was the only starter that had a positive plus minus yeah so i mean he was effective when he was on the floor but the inside overall i think they need to be better because the jazz were just killing them on the boards and they were i mean jared vanderbilt was getting everything he had eight offensive rebounds like it's wild they had 19 overall which is a season high allowed by the Pels match the one last game as well? So that's an area I think they really need to address in the upcoming games. Obviously, without Zion in there, that's going to affect that. But overall, to allow a team to outscore you in the paint, 64 points in the paint. Yeah. And we had 60, but 64 is ridiculous. And then the rebounds, they had 59 total rebounds.
3: Yeah, and, and Nikhil Alexander Walker sort of talked about it in his post game uh, with the press, where he said that you know you you want to make the game as small as possible uh, against a good team like the Pelicans, which they did, and it it he said it was an effort thing. They basically had to yeah. out effort them, and they did. Uh, Gus Catengel, our own studio host on the radio call last night, was saying. You know, maybe it's the elevation. I don't know how much. Uh, the I, cold.
4: I mean, it was snowing. Yeah, There's I mean, just, it was cold. To go and, from here where it's super hot and warm and, and then go there. I, maybe they were just cold, literally yeah. cold because they were cold from the floor for yes, sure. And and, and <laughs>
3: the elevation is serious. I know it sounds like a woohoo, but it, it's real. My honeymoon was in Denver and every night I, I woke up gasping, thinking someone was sitting on my neck. Just <laughs> sleeping. Not not. God forbid running up and down a basketball yeah. floor. Uh yeah, just laying down was too much for me in Denver. So I can imagine adjusting to from New Orleans weather to Denver weather and uh height probably takes a little bit out of you. The only thing that gives me heart about this game uh truly is that I literally cannot fathom the Pelicans playing this poorly two games in a row, especially against the same opponent, especially with Willie Green coaching
4: that team. I mean, at this point in the season, they spoil your home opener. Yes. And then they beat you like this after a they seven game win streak. Ugh, and that, you yeah. add that in there. And you have the pride, right? Like yeah. at some point you've got to go out there on Thursday and want it more.
3: Yeah. And and I think that the, the Pelicans have shown that they can respond well yeah. in, in those situations where you need to show some pride. It would have been easy to sort of wither or come out, uh, you know, meek after the sun's kerfuffle. Uh, that first mm-hmm. game but they came out swinging uh laid it to them a second time and i think the pelicans need to show that same grit when they see the jazz again uh you owe the jazz like you were saying i mean they ruined our home opener yeah uh they they have been a, a big surprise throughout the league i'm sick of them being a scrappy team and a big surprise you know what i'm sick of scrappy teams i'm sick of them i, I, I don't want to see anymore. <laughs> even though we
4: love teams. our little scrappy I Jose Alvarado. Scrappy team but <laughs> yeah yeah
3: anyone else's get them out of here it's too much grit and hustle Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, it was, it was a fun game. If you were a jazz fan, I mean, it seemed like everyone was scoring so good for them. They also got some Chick-fil-A, uh, based on some sort of free throw thing. That was the happiest I heard the fans all night. It seemed like was Chick-fil-A. Uh, so, so good for them. They got some, uh, some chicken nuggies.
4: I mean, okay. I have to ask you this because I've been seeing the commercial for the peppermint milkshake from Chick-fil-A Yeah, and I really, like, I want to try it. I don't know why it just looks great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's, the holidays. It's minty. Yeah,
3: I might, I might have to try it. Uh, you know what? The jazz may have inspired me to go try some Chick-fil-A today. <laughs> um, we talked about how we missed B.I. Uh, in this game. And and again, uh, B.I., in case you haven't heard, in case you've been under a rock, uh, has hit a setback and, and will not be on this road trip. You know, we were kind of hoping to see him uh, over here. We got her back, which was good to see. Yeah. Uh, Wasn't all that effective in this game, but he he was back, and and at least that's that's good to see him knocking off some rust.
4: I think this was the first game where you're sitting there and you're like, man, I wish B.I. was back. Like, gosh, we could use his outside shot right now. We could use his scoring, his ability to create, especially when Zion wasn't on the floor. And we've kind of maybe overlook the fact that he's not been in the game yeah. for the past few weeks. That's you easy know? to
3: when they're, be, they're, when they're being successful.
4: Right. You know, and because you, you've been thinking like, man, how much better can they be once he's back, once Herb's back? But I think last night you are really like, oh, yeah. Th- yeah that's I, I that's think, why we need B.I. I think B. Pelicans I.
3: fans were, were going from, man, we've got just an embarrassment of riches because we're winning without B.I. Imagine when he comes. But then you sort of realize, like, no, we need him. Yeah. It's, not, it's not extra. It's something we need as a component of this team. Otherwise, everything does, to your point, have to run through Zion. And if Zion gets shut down one way or the other, the team becomes stagnant. Success and failure are contagious on a basketball floor. And if B.I. could have been out there hitting some shots, right. a few guys might have been able to catch you know, their rhythm too. It's just... When no one's hitting the shots, it's so hard to go out there and and break that trend.
4: And B.I. is shooting over 50% from outside this season. Yeah. He's adding 20 points a game and then be shooting that well. I think, yes, it's contagious. If other people would have seen that, he would have been able to facilitate some of the offense, whether it was him producing or helping other guys on the floor get, get going. So Unfortunately, yes, they said before the game that there has been a minor setback in his rehab process. It's for that toe. But they did do imaging, everything's clear, nothing worse. It's news. just it's going to take a little bit longer for him to get back on the court. And they're just being cautious with him. Yeah. And I think, you know, they said this before the game, before they lost the way that they lost, but at that point, you're like, yeah, why not? Why not let him really get healthy, make sure everything's good? Because we, while it would be nice to have him now, we don't need him per se. Um, you want everybody to be healthy towards the end of the season.
3: Yeah, you'd rather not push him to a worse injury exactly. now. And I think a lot of people, it's easy as a fan to say, it's a toe. Who cares about a toe? You ever I mean, had an injured toe and tried to do anything physical? It's it's I, rough. I like
4: fell down the stairs. This is really embarrassing. But I fell down the stairs <laughs> here at work. <laughs>
3: <and> <laughs> Did anyone see though?
4: Nobody saw it. Okay, but lucky. I was wearing sandals. It was this summer, and I like stubbed one of my toes really really bad to the point where it was like purple. Yeah. And I thought I might have broken it. And it was like the little tiny middle toe, right, like yes. on the outside, like next you to the pinky about toe. Toe. And it hurt. Like everything I did for like the next few days, I couldn't run on it. I couldn't anything. And it was just a little
3: toe. Oh, I broke my pinky toe and my, I have one of those pinky toes that looks like it doesn't even belong on the foot. It's like a LeBron James pinky toe, just a peanut, you know, at the end of your toe, not as bad as LeBron James Google it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, be prepared to scream. Uh, (laughs) but, uh, I, I, I broke my toe and then doing anything, trying to turn just to tr- change directions walking in my shoe would bring me to my knees. Yeah. So well, imagine playing high-level basketball. Right? Yes. What, like- did
4: they, what did they call it? Your...
3: I just call it the big toe. I think that's the medical term, big old toe. They
4: call it the greater toe. Oh, okay. That's what they, the uh, official term, I that think, the great fancier. toe. That sounds yes. The great toe.
3: Oh, the great toe. Ooh, it gets an upgrade and yeah. how good it is when you go to the medical journals. Uh, but no, it is is—it is painful. And and uh, Brandon Ingram is not just walking down the, the aisle at the supermarket. He's playing basketball against the highest level professionals in the world. You want to make sure that he is fully healthy before he gets out there because you don't want Half a bi, you want mm-hmm. bi, bi, yeah. bi. So yes, he's such it's a, a rhythm
4: player too. Yes, like, yes, he really wants to. He wants to feel good because he feels like if he's not at his best, and that's a detriment to the team. So it it's twofold, you know.
3: Yeah, I mean it's it it, it is a bummer, yes, to have bi out. But again, uh, imagine getting him back at full health instead of just trotting out a a a, a guy who's wounded, and you know he's just not effective. That would have been more deflating than. Than not having them out there, I think. Uh, also, to your point, I stepped on one of my wife's earrings with my right foot, and uh, <laughs> I was just dragging my foot down the hall here for a while, and everyone just thought I had like they're like, "Oh, is he trying to have some swagger?" It's like, no, I stepped on an earring. <laughs> I just I'm I'm in pain. So, uh, Aaron, we we are so glad that you're actually going to be able to hop on the podcast on Friday yes. with Jim. Uh, I am going to have to take the day off. Uh, so Aaron is gracious enough to be hosting uh, the Friday podcast. So look forward to that. Uh, her sitting in this chair with Jim, going to have Les East uh, on from the Advocate, and uh, and Les is, uh, I would describe Les as a bedraggled fella. You mm-hmm. know, a, a guy that uh, y- he looks like a writer. You know, he yeah. looks like he'd be in a dark bar uh, writing, but he's funny and uh, he's fun. And if you crack that, if you crack through that rough exterior, he's a sweet piece. So uh, Mm -hmm. I I really, uh, I'm going to miss less on that one. I really enjoy him. Uh, Always uh, actually eat with him at the arena before games. So I hope y'all have a good conversation. And and again, check out that conversation uh, on Friday with Aaron joining the podcast, along with uh, Jim. Let's let's get this season going and uh, get out of the rut here and Get back to our winning ways. I think we can do it on Thursday. Start Thursday.
4: Why not? Start yes. a new win streak.
3: Yes. Aaron Summers, thank you so much. Absolutely. Huge thanks to Aaron Summers for hopping on with this old dog for the Pelicans podcast. Follower on Twitter at Aaron E. Summers. Again, the Pelicans face those jazz the Scrappy Jazz, uh, once again tomorrow. That will be in Utah once again as the Pelicans are on the road, and then they will face the Suns and the Bucks. So it's, it's quite a stretch for the Pelicans, and I think sometimes you lose some, sometimes you win some, and I feel like there's a lot of winning in the Pelicans' future. I am Joe Cardosi. Follow me on Twitter at jcar504 if you feel like it. Uh, I've almost got uh, 170 followers, so I think that means I'm famous, right? I don't know. I don't understand how Twitter works. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to the podcast presented by SeatGeek. Uh, I am off on Friday. Uh, Once again, Aaron and Jim will be covering podcast duties. They will be talking to the Advocates Less East. So check that out. It's going to be a fun one. Until then, go pels. Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented
0: by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on Pelicans.com, the
3: Pelicans mobile app, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by
1: SeatGeek.
0: This clip is brought to you by Coca-Cola. The holidays always find a way. It's about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family,
2: delicious food, and of course, an ice cold Coke. This is our very first episode as Locatora Radio for the My Cultura Network. We're beyond thrilled. We're in a legitimate studio space and we have not seen the inside of one of these in many years.
0: Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega Veneta. At eBay, it's real or it's getting the fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators make sure you never get faked over. Watches inspected by watch aficionados. Sneakers checked by legit sneakerheads handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs, and jewelry in the scopes of expert gemologists. The details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. It's smart to use a smart doorbell or smart fridge, but you should also be smart about your money. A U.S. Bank
0: Smartly Checking Account waives ATM fees in any U.S. Bank and MoneyPass network, has no monthly maintenance fees with monthly direct deposits of $1,000, and has no overdraft fees when you overdraw your account $50 or less. Now that's smart. Open a U.S. Bank Smartly Checking Account in under 5 minutes at usbank.com slash banksmartly. Deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association, member FDIC.